This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. In this world there's a whole lot of trouble, baby. In this world there's a whole lot of pain. In this world there's a whole lot of trouble, but a whole lot of ground to gain. Why take when you could be giving? Oh, I watch as the world goes by It's a hard enough life to be living Why walk when you can fly? Kiora, Talofa, Nihau Greetings, welcome Welcome to Quiet Minds Mental Health Radio Plains FM 96.9 Welcome listeners, this is Debbie May on behalf of Quiet Minds Mental Health Radio on Plains FM 96.9. Today I have Beth Nobes, my friend and co-conspirator, who has been part of Quiet Minds Mental Health Radio since 2005. Welcome Beth. Thank you Debbie, nice to be here. Beth, this show is the second part of our farewell can you tell our listeners how you first came to Quiet Minds and what roles you have played since those fledgling beginnings? We've only been on air for about a year when you first started. Well, like all your partners in this, I had absolutely no experience with radio. Well, I'd been interviewed once in Canada, but that was so overwhelming that coming to Plains was a wonderfully different experience. At first, all I had to do was keep the schedule up to date. And as described in last week's interview, that was not easy. (laughs) I am amazed that we have successfully filled so many hours with good conversation and interesting people. When I became the manager of PCT, I then had a lot more to do. You and I had to find people to interview. That was a running challenge. I used to cheat, and I would pressure new staff members to the organization to do two shows. Uh, One, your personal story, and one, what it's like to now be working in the peer sector. It was interesting when I'd be interviewing somebody, and I'd forget, and I'd go, oh, and ask them a question about um, MAPS or PCT, and they'd go, oh, I've only been here two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm not at all surprised about that. (laughs) We had so many great stories of recovery from the people who'd fallen down, but it was the getting up again. Mm. And we're now working to help others to do the same. So it was lovely to be able to highlight that. All these years of working in peer support have been humbling when I hear these examples of courage. One rule was that I was never going to be an interviewer. Oh, I know that rule. (laughs) If we got to the point where we had no helpers, then Quiet Minds was done, and we would just have to accept that. It was made very clear to me when Sue was my boss. (laughs) So, like all my rules, it's only been broken a few times. What I am most grateful for is the friendship that you and I have grown over the years of working together. We've laughed, we've used a lot of swear words, (laughs) and that's really cemented our friendship. Reflecting back, it was amazing how we have arrived at 2021. We cannot overlook what impact our city felt when we experienced the earthquakes, the ongoing distress and stressors it had on individuals, our communities, our work and social environments. 
It became an ever-changing landscape for which we had no internal or external understanding. It brought together the communities. People were kinder to each other, looking out for one another. Beth, what was your experience of working in peer support and the people who accessed your services? Like most disasters, with the benefit of hindsight, you can see that some good came. Our people found depths of strength that they didn't know they had. We had volunteers and supporters everywhere. We had people who had signed up at, at, um, to cook for uh, schools who are uh, having shelters. Right. Uh, we saw people who were doing the, filling the boxes, people who had never done it before, volunteering to fill the food boxes for the food banks. We also found, though, that our people didn't express the crisis right away. It is a sad fact that people who experience anxiety, depression, PTSD, they have already faced so many crises that they can cope better. Maybe they have a good support system or extra PRN, which is medication, or just a spine of steel. But they hunkered down and they coped for many months. Mm. So there was a concern, wasn't there, that there'd be oh, a huge yes. influx of needing to access yeah. services, but people with um, mental health challenges seem to manage quite well, really. Yeah, no, we, they yeah. for, for a while, for well, yeah. a number of months. Mm. And that was good because the health system was in crisis. We shouldn't forget that the workers out there were also in broken homes, flooded homes, had children who couldn't go to school. Our DHB mental health workers were fantastic, as were the hundreds of workers in the NGO sector, mm. in spite of also being under great pressure. That's true, yep. But the job was huge, and so the CDHB made some big changes that were good. They streamlined ways to get into respite and crisis care. They funded services for earthquake support, and they created a strong sector network system so that we could share ideas with each other. I don't think that that's the kind of work that was seen, but when you're on the inside of the sector, those people, the managers, and that's, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, there's too much management in these giant systems, but... Those managers pulled out so many cool ideas and made it so, and I was very, very grateful. Another thing that the Quakes gave us was a much bigger pool of people with lived experience. Everybody gets anxiety, depression, uncertainty, and grief now. True. So we have a bit more understanding in the world. Of course, eventually, it also gave us a much bigger pool of people needing support. So when working in the advocacy team in particular, there were people with housing crises, employment issues, needing a benefit suddenly, and it was all so overwhelming for them. We had, we had people whose, whose doctors had died in the CTV building. It is no surprise that we are still so strongly affected 10 years later. Deb, thanks for this idea. We have a song to play now, listeners, and it's Marlon Williams, and it's Waiata Tahu Potiki. That is the song that was played at the memorial service for the earthquakes. Tahu Potiki
아로하이나에 기어흐리에 approximately 700 shows since being on air. 
Some highlights for us were the 150 commemoration of the opening of Sunnyside Hospital. This was a huge volume of work. Beth, do you want to talk about this? Well, I do, because right from the start, this project was so complicated. You can tell by the name commemoration. It certainly wasn't a celebration. The CDHB had a plan to have some events, but never too excited. (laughs) You can imagine their problem, to be proud of something that lasted 150 years, but has also so many people who identify as mistreated by that system. Mm. Complicated. When the bin opened, it was the height of advanced treatment. There was gardening and art, but there was also abuse. We were able to, I think we put together six shows. Yes, I think so. And we interviewed staff, consumers, community workers. There were a few people who had had really positive experiences Mm. and a few who told terrible stories. But then they are still here to tell them. So that shows the resilience of our community. Mm. Another project we did was Religious Perspectives of Mental Distress. It was interesting to hear from ministers and the Salvation Army staff. Most interesting and quite a special quest was Rinpoche. Yeah, no, I'll say the name. His name was never, it's not, I, yeah, no, I can't do it very easily. I'm going to read it. The Rinpoche Kempo Nawang Damahau. A Rinpoche. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely this- man. And, and listeners who know me well have always known that words and names have always been a struggle for me. So um, especially doing our wrap-up show, it's even more poignant. Um, Aripache is a reincarnated, older, notable, learnt and or accomplished lama or teacher of the Dharma, says Wikipedia. Hearing a Buddhist perspective was very enlightening. Uh I see what you did there. Enlightenment is a goal of Buddhist learnings. (laughs) Another project was pre- and post-natal perspective on mental health. We were very lucky to have Katie talk to us through her pregnancy, and she generously shared the lows but also the highs. Brett also shared a lot on the topic of dads. We seldom get that perspective in the media, and his insight were good. We were also able to do a lot of interviews about um, alcohol and other drugs in our community. So Damien was really generous with his time and his knowledge, and he often talked about art, which was his way of staying well. We had some interviews that highlighted creativity, which is the other side of mental distress. It's very common, that, isn't it? Yeah. Mental distress and and creativity go hand in hand. That's one of the things we say pretty early on in a relationship that we start with somebody at MAPS is to say, you know, we we see the the difficulties. You're here today because of the difficulties, but I know that there is a creative side to you. I don't know what you do. I don't know if you write poetry or songs. I don't know if you knit. I don't know if you care for children or bake. But there is some kind of creative thing that is the other side of the balance for the distress that we feel. But we never got to do a youth project. Not for the lack of trying. One special occasion for us was that Quite Minds were invited to attend the Themes 25th anniversary and to speak about how radio promoted mental health and well-being. This was an amazing event and quite a coup for Quiet Minds. 
We have had many awards over the years and this wouldn't have been possible without many people coming to be interviewed to give a voice of their own experiences within and towards recovery. Thank you. Just like the earthquakes and the tragic mosque shootings where we all individually and collectively came together and had to find a new balance to readjust what it means to live in an ever-changing world. Bless me, along came our friend and foe, COVID. Once more we were confronted by change. Confronted by our own fears, beliefs, and in some ways discrimination being brought to our attention in not so comfortable ways at times. Beth, do you want to talk to this? Maybe it's that I've had a lot of experience, or maybe I've just gotten even more tired of change. But I see people, especially those in Canterbury, figuring out how to manage. Mm. Don't be confused. We complain, we suffer loss, and we fight for fairness. But those in the community of people with lived experience of mental and addictions distress, they are also finding ways to survive. They're getting by on less, less connection, less food, less health support, but are still surviving. I can hear people say, not everyone, and that is true. But a very interesting statistic is that during the first lockdown, while suicide rates went up a bit in the country, they did not go up in Canterbury. We had already learned who we could count on, what supports were going to be out there for us. And that's a very positive sign. It is, isn't it? I didn't actually know that, that statistic, mm. so that's quite interesting. So we've come to the end of the second wrap-up show with sadness and excitement in saying that we have taped our Christmas show, which will be the last new show listeners will hear, with smiles and sadness. This is Debbie May and Beth Nobes saying goodbye. goodbye. a whole lot of trouble baby in this world there's a whole lot of pain in this world there's a whole lot of trouble but a whole lot of ground to gain why take when you could be giving why watch as the world goes by it's a hard enough life to be living why walk when you can fly
There's a whole lot of sorrow in this world. There's a whole lot of shame in this world. There's a whole lot of sorrow and a whole lot of ground to gain. When you spend your whole life wishing, wanting and wondering why, it's a long enough life to be living. Why walk when you can fly? You can download this and other Quiet Minds programs by going to plainsfm.org.nz and clicking on podcasts. This show repeats on Wednesdays at 10.30am. Thanks for listening. In this world there's a whole lot of gold. In this world there's a whole lot of blame. In this world you've a soul for a compass and a heart for a pair of wings. There's a star on the far horizon, rising bright in an azure sky. For the rest of the time that you're given, why walk when you can fly high?